0: hi i'm Mark wheaton this is a current no this is oh <laughs> <laughs> what did you want me to say no, no, the no, Guinness?
1: No. <laughs> uh, well here we go
0: <laughs>
1: i got nothing
0: where do you live
2: in the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent.
1: What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? Don't have one. How come?
2: It's a long story. Do
0: you
1: have kids? No, I don't. How come?
2: What's your record for consecutive questions asked?
1: 38. <laughs> Why are you wearing <laughs> talking to me? Who are you?
0: Pop quiz, hot shot. expect me to talk?
1: Hey, this is Rob Morgan, and welcome to question number four. What can you learn from an international Lego building champion? I know you're confused right now. That intro probably threw you off. You're thinking, hey, did I tune in to The Current? Did I hear Mark Wheaton? Actually, Mark Wheaton. We- <laughs> I just made the mistake after we were talking about it. Mark Wheat. Am, um, are we the only two people in Minneapolis that were confused for years thinking his actual name was Mark Wheaton? With an, Anyways, only Minneapolis people are going to get that confusion. First of all.
0: The giveaway.
1: The giveaway. We have a winner for this week. Uh, if you didn't... Maybe it was confusing. Do you think it was confusing? The giveaway. Like, well, I don't know where we were drawing from. Well, I don't know where you were drawing from. <laughs> so then it was confusing. Okay. So, we have another giveaway for this next upcoming week. So, if you want to be entered in that drawing, go to iTunes, rate this podcast five stars, and put the weirdest comment you can in the comment section of this podcast. Or, the most interesting question that you can come up with. Uh, Weirdest questions and weirdest comments will get read on this podcast. Uh, But as for this week, the winner goes to... A drum roll, oh, (laughs) grumbly rumpus, Beck Niebel. Let's give him a call and let Beck know that he won. Beck, this is Rob Morgan. How's it going? What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Hey, you are live on the air, whatever the crap that means. It, there's, it's not live, but I'm recording this podcast, and I'm calling to say that you won the Guinness glasses and Guinness beer giveaway for this week.
0: Dude, that's that's really nice. <laughs> that's that's ev- that's everything. But I wish, I wish you wouldn't have called my parents and told them I was a drug dealer. You know, <laughs> that that didn't have to be, that didn't have to be part of this. Listen,
1: you know the prank calls are the shtick, and. You had it coming. I'm going to be honest with you. You had it coming in one way, one form or another.
0: Um, well, it doesn't help that I shaved your cat. <laughs>
1: Dude, I think your parents needed to find out about your drug dealing one way or another. And I think the most appro- the appropriate time was for me calling them at 2 in the morning.
0: <laughs> well, it's, surpri- it's surprising that they didn't know that I was the one dealing them drugs. So. <laughs>
1: Uh, dude, that's so good. Uh, that's really all I got, man. How you doing? You doing all right?
0: I'm good. I'm just hanging. Man, you
1: just you, being me. You said you had a rehearsal tonight. Who are you rehearsing with?
0: Rehearsing with Hope Country for a couple shows uh, next week. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. man,
1: shameless plug time. Then are you, you guys released an album recently?
0: Mm-hmm. Album came out. A month and a half ago maybe okay. maybe two months um it's self-titled it's on spotify um it's great
1: oh dude that's awesome is are you guys playing in town or
0: no we've got a we've got three dates i think it's like it's omaha madison and des moines
1: oh that rules, dude. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna throw this in the podcast for Hope Country.
0: Please, please, please. shout out, out. Shout,
1: shout out, out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> dude. You're awesome. Uh, that's all I got,
0: dude. Well, let's hang soon.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'll chat with you later, man.
0: All right, all right see ya.
1: Good. Bye. You know what? Talking on the phone makes me. <laughs> No,
0: it's
1: not. Is it the time? <laughs> no, I guess that'll work. I was, I was introing I the this segment. <laughs> phone calls make me thirsty. And you know what? When I'm talking on the phone for a long, extended period of time, you know, I get off the phone just like right now. I don't want something heavy that's going to bog me down, I want something light crisp and refreshing. Sarah, what's the best light, crisp, refreshing beer you can think of?
0: I would think of something like Mother's Milk. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be the Guinness Blonde.
1: It's funny you mention that, because I happen to have a Guinness Blonde right here in front of me. Nice. I don't know if I've ever drank this. sound that didn't really make that didn't really (laughs) make a sound although i've never tasted guinness blonde well uh, how about i just taste it first cheers
0: Cheers. tons of foam (laughs) (laughs) Mm, tastes like foam it's very good (laughs) mother's milk (laughs) i said i was gonna work it into every
1: one right off the bat sarah the second i taste Mm. this guinness blonde the first the first adjectives that come to mind are, wait, are they adjectives? Yeah, they're adjectives. Complex and flavorful. Mm, Yes. (laughs) The first adjectives (laughs) that come to mind are complex and flavorful. You know, as I just brainstorm on this, as I'm sipping this (laughs) nurse, nursing this good spot, other adjectives that come to mind are light floral. And I personally would say alive with citrus. This beer is perfectly balanced with a lingering malt and biscuity finish. You know, mm. honestly, I'm just glad that we don't have to deal with sponsor crap. And I'm just thankful that we haven't had John from Guinness calling us every four hours for the past two days asking what our next segment's going to be. That wouldn't be annoying.
0: Yeah, John. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
1: I'm so glad we don't have to deal with sponsorship crap, or else I would have to tell you to head over to our website to find links to one of the greatest beer producers on planet Earth, because they're not a sponsor.
0: (laughs) These definitely taste like American hops to me, wouldn't you say?
1: Are they American hops? Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm reading it on the bottle.
1: (laughs) Well, before I introduce the guests, I will say we've got more Guinness beers And Guinness pint glasses to give away this week.
0: Touche.
1: That doesn't fit here. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to have a chance to win the Guinness pint glasses.
0: State of the art.
1: State of the art. They have
0: turtles on them.
1: They've got turtles on them. Guinness pint glasses and Guinness beer. Here's what you got to do. As I said earlier, go to iTunes, rate this podcast five stars, and put the weirdest freaking comment. What?
0: You're going to get some weird shit from that. (laughs)
1: weirdest comment you can think of in there or the strangest question I will read it on next week's podcast for the winner Uh, hey also before we move on I do want to say this this last week has been insanely inspiring to me. We had a ton of feedback and responses from the first three uh, questions that we posted last week, and I would love to share with a few of these with you. Okay, Chris says, I began listening to this today. She was talking about the episode with Steve Gould and I at Town Hall Tap And she said, I appreciate so much the in-depth conversation about things that matter. Though it's not a death, we received scary news about our daughter's health a couple months ago and are dealing with a serious illness that she's diagnosed with. These kinds of phone calls change everything in an instant, and it's part of the human experience. Thanks for keeping it real, Rob and Steve. I don't know. I kind of want to share this stuff, because this is part of the reason I'm doing this podcast. I mean, I'm having fun sitting down with people, but... I initially wasn't trying to do this podcast to be, like, ultra serious. As you, If you sit down with someone over drinks and you're honest and you're curious about the person in front of you enough to ask questions, I mean, conversations just happen to end up going deep talking about real stuff in my experience anyways we also got an email from a guy named Aaron which rules he said he listened to the mass episode so if you haven't listened to I think it's question number three with Steve Gould talking about the creation of his project called mass that's mass with three s's and you can find that on iTunes Aaron was inspired to download uh, Mass's record, which, if you haven't listened to it, haven't didn't listen to the end of that uh, episode. It's a it's a purely instrumental album, uh, and he was inspired to download one of the tunes and record his own lyrics that he was inspired to record over it, and he sent that to me. So at the end of this episode, I'm going to play a small segment of that tune Aaron sent to us, and I think that's awesome. If anything. Uh, You listen to, inspires you, I would love to hear it, and you can do that at thecuriouspod.com slash contact, or on anything social media, you can just post it with the hashtag, I'm a curious person. I feel like the best way to intro this next interview is with a Jerry Seinfeld quote. Jerry Seinfeld says, according to most studies, people's number one fear is public speaking. Number two is Death. Death is number two. Does that sound right? This means that the average person, if you go to a funeral, you're better off in the casket than doing the eulogy. The reason this is the perfect segue into this interview is because Alex Grauman is, in my opinion, one of the best public speakers I've ever seen. He speaks to thousands of youth. Is youth the proper thing? You can't call them kids. That's not cool. Youth. Youth? It's
0: a plural term for... Youth is euthanasias. <laughs> no, <laughs> youths. The youths. Oh, I don't like that. That's not that's youths
1: of the nation. Would you say? <laughs> yeah.
0: He speaks to thousands of
1: Euthanasia. young people. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, You just say young people.
1: Oh youth. man, we'll just say Alex speaks to a crap ton of people under twenty <laughs> every week. Uh, Alex is a friend of mine, and I overheard. Some of the craziest hobbies that he has, uh, including Lego... This guy is an international Lego building champion. Champion. Champion.
0: Let that sit in
1: (laughs) to your soul. No, I thought you had something good (laughs) to add. (laughs) International international Lego building champion. (laughs) Uh, I don't even want to preface this interview by anything more saying that I... I know it's kind of cheesy to say, but I really feel like this interview could have the opportunity to change lives. If someone took some of the things Alex says and some of the tools he gives and some of the outlooks he has on life, if they took him to heart, man, it's just awesome. So that's it. What do you think of this anyways?
0: For real or what is it? Yeah, For real. I would not buy it. It's just a lot.
1: Okay. (laughs) All
0: right. Sorry, Guinness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. My interview with international Lego building champion, Alex Yeah.
2: So I think most American kids once had a collection of Legos, whatever that was. And that was just growing up. It's like, oh, we can't. My mom won't let me play video games anymore. Yeah, yeah. The next thing on the list was the bucket of Legos you yeah. have somewhere.
1: Because for some reason with parents, there's like this learning yeah. side of, to yeah. Legos. That and
2: that was the that was the, the engineering math thing of our day. I mean, that was oh, like, yeah. the, oh, we feel like you're being smart when you're playing with it. You know what I mean? People, parents do that with Minecraft nowadays. Yeah. they are like, oh, but surely they're being creative and smart <laughs> when they're <laughs> doing <laughs> it. And so that was what it was for us. We just had the buckets. But then you go through this dark period where, I don't know, you enter high school, college. Those things go in a closet. Under the bed and for me. And yeah, yeah, every set of parents oh. or grandparents has that in their garage yes. somewhere. And you so can't
1: throw that away because that's an investment. <laughs> oh. I don't know about you. I had a ton.
2: Okay, but here's the key. People forget the investment. So, okay, there's two sides of this. There's first side that my love, I came out of the dark ages in, right before I had kids. Right before I had kids, my mom said, oh, you know what? You know, I have these buckets of Legos. We're moving out of our house into a smaller house. Do you want them? And I was like, sure. So you get them. And here's the deal, man. Every, everyone has this visceral memory, this like emotional connection with... Running your hand through a bucket of loose Legos, just the noise it makes. It's so comforting. I can picture it right now. (laughs) It is. And so, I mean, first of all, just the variety that you had. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I remember this instruction booklet. I remember this set that I spent so much time on, this Pirates thing or whatever it was. And so started messing around with that, just the bucket that my mom had me. But then we had kids. And me and my kids would do that same thing, where it was like, oh, they're four years old. We don't know what to do. Let's just get at the Lego, see what they come up with. And they're they're total crap at it. I mean, no no yeah. no kids are actually good at this yeah. thing. But uh, but they're it's fun. You know what I mean? And they're like they're making the picture frame or the house that looks like garbage. And it, it, that that's what you're supposed to be making. But as an adult, I was like, oh well, maybe I'll make a house. And so I would start putting together a house. And it actually was like, okay, I need this brick. I need that. Where's this? And so all of a sudden you're sorting through things you never cared about before, and. It was really interesting. So I started going online and uh, just reminiscing, pure nostalgia. That's where it started, pure nostalgia. But then it was like, all right, I'll buy my kid this set. This is actually the best value, the best new parts. And started building up a pretty good collection. Um, and it was more just like, man, I've never had that part. Or I don't know if you remember, but I'm, I'm old enough that like we didn't have green bricks. We had yellow, red, but there was no there was no active green <laughs> going on when yeah, I was a kid. we again. didn't have green bricks. Yeah. <laughs> or brown was rare. And so yes. now those things are like, you can get a zillion Any colors. Color and it was, yeah. it was legitimately like, hey, maybe I would like to build. So on the internet, all of a sudden there's, I don't know, you, people must know this, but there's subcultures for everything. And so oh it turns out there's these adult Lego, now that sounds bad, but like l- adults who like to build with Lego is yes. what they say. Um, there's blogs, there's websites, there's deal sites that just tell you about when they're on sale or whatever. Because you're right, they're expensive. Yeah, and so With the
1: internet, you can find if you're into anything. Yes, you can find yep. a billion other people that are into yeah. it too. And yeah. so
2: it was the, the craft side of it. That sounds mm-hmm. that sounds ridiculous when I say it, but I loved. Hey, I can build something that legitimately looks good. Yeah. That is fun for my kids to yeah. do this with me, yeah. and so we. Dude,
1: there's no scoffing at this on my yeah. hey, because I'm so good
2: at this. Yeah, oh, dude, it's
0: awesome. Cause I, <laughs> yeah,
1: man, I, cause I, I remember when I was in college. I went back. I've got younger siblings. Yeah. And they were doing the same things, playing yep. with Legos, and you get to the point where you're like, "You suck, move over." <laughs> and so I'm like, my late, I'm twenty year old, yeah, yeah. sitting here playing with my little uh-huh. siblings, and then all of a sudden they leave the room, yep. and I don't notice, yep. and my mom comes in, <laughs> and you're like, Whoa, no, I'm just, just, just I'm playing, playing with, with Legos. I'm like, right. well, where are they?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just saying that to say, if there's anybody. If, if there were anybody listening, I say I dare you to sit down with Legos, one hundred percent, or go to the Lego yeah. store at Mall of America. And I
2: think there's very few things that you can leave for fifteen years and come back to it, and yes. you are way better at it than you were fifteen <laughs> years ago. Don't. That you you will feel like an artist yes. when you used Legos. <laughs> so on these websites, yeah. okay. the the real in for me was there were a few competitions There was like, all right, we're giving away some ridiculous prize. For, and they always have themes. And so the first one I ever built was uh, like this little church building. Okay, I'm still Christian. I'm a pastor. It's kind of embarrassing. But it's like you have to do it like a mini model of a building. So yeah. I built a church, it had this like steeple you push down and it lit up the gla- the stained glass. <laughs> I felt like freaking incredible about Wait, this. Wait, so you had
1: like electronics? Yeah, in that's it? what I mean.
2: Like I mean it was like Lego electronics. You had to be all Lego products, but they have these bricks that you press and like a light oh, comes really? on. Okay. See man, not- this is all advanced Dude, stuff. Advanced see, this stuff. is this is deep. <laughs> so I felt fun I felt fantastic about it. In this competition, I didn't place at all, everybody hated it, it was yeah. stupid. But again it was interesting enough to me to say I built this thing that was all the right colors, it was all the right shapes that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so slowly over time, did maybe three or four other competitions in a row, and started placing better and better. I mean, I was like seventh place, <laughs> second place. So I got a second place for a build I did about uh, the movie A Christmas Story. Remember when the kid comes oh, down yeah. in the in yes. the bunny suit? Just loved that. All these like little Easter eggs of like the the shotgun is behind the yes. The, Cupboard or whatever.
1: Like all the tiny details. Yes, it had like a Lego it.
2: leg lamp, uh, like oh with a from a minifig on a lamp. I was so proud of this thing. Second place. <laughs> yes. That was the first time they ever <laughs> sent me prize money. Like they sent me. In the mail, yeah. things arrived like that had cash value. That was like, someone on the internet <laughs> sent me money for doing Lego <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, Was then, it like, surprising? Or you? Well, you just, it's almost unreal, you know what yeah. I mean? Because no one on the internet sends you stuff, you know but what I mean? And uh, not for doing bad. something of value that you were proud of, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, so then, good. the thing after that was uh, you had to build something from the... It was like a new line of Ninja Turtles... And so the competition was you had to build something from the Ninja Turtles. And everyone was building things like from the new Ninja Turtles cartoons or things like from the movies. And I just hate that stuff. But what I built was a four-player arcade machine of a Ninja Turtles arcade game. Do you remember that? Man, my middle school life was was going to the roller rink. Being super embarrassed, and so then, therefore, going to the arcade where they had the four player thing. And so, this was it's one of the things, other than my kids, that I am most proud of in my entire (laughs) life this build build. Um, (laughs) because it looked unbelievable. And I got first place, so it was like several Uh, hundred dollars in just came in from that. And that's when I knew I had (laughs) made (laughs) international Lego competition winner. Okay, so so that was another check off my
1: Picture yeah, it's all picture, and they really—they have specific based?
2: guidelines about it, it has okay. to be shot like this. You can't use effects. I mean, which is good. I mean, it has to be blank backgrounds, just yeah. nice clean photography. And so I started <laughs> investing. I mean, I have you—you you have these mics and this recorder. Yeah, I've yeah. got at my home, house like uh, those little like uh, photography tents. Yes. and you know, I mean, just the right lenses for. I mean, it's my iPhone, but still, just enough stuff that if you're taking stuff really clean and close <laughs> on a Lego thing, that it's well like lit and stuff. Like you put and it stuff. in, it, it covers. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so it's nice enough that. I think that gives me an edge. You know what I mean? Because some people are taking just like totally bad pictures of just like it's on their countertop and it just looks bad. So the first side is I am deep now into this world of like checking blogs 10 times a day about whatever's going on in the Lego world. The second thing is I I flip Legos. Uh, So most parents and grandparents have that bucket in their garage and don't know what's in it. Don't remember how much money they put into it. And Legos are just... I mean, they're just plastic, so they're not—they're not degrading. They're not falling apart. They're the same bricks you're buying now. And so, my my kids and I go to garage sales, go on Craigslist. We buy the buckets, the giant. Lots really? of 60 pounds, lots, you know what I mean? <laughs> and we we are good enough at it that we know what's inside of it. So we can look at this bucket and be like, oh, that's this set from Star Wars, and that's this set from Pirates. Because you and know... We just have been in that world long enough. Because it's like the, the
1: trigger Legos that yes, you see. that's exactly right. right. It might be a, call the it, hull
2: but... of a ship. It might be yes. like one minifig in there that's yes. like, oh, that guy is from this, and I can see that eight other parts are there.
1: Right. Obviously the rest must be yes, in there. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. And if you can get close, we have a collection that is oh, yeah. so... <laughs> so great that we can fill in the blanks. You know what I mean? Or like, okay. there's sites where you can order a piece. But the reality is, if I can get it to 99%, and I can confidently say on an eBay listing like 99% complete, then you, so you buy a 60-pound lot. Hey, by the way, yeah. I know I'm putting this on your podcast. Oh man! If anyone else does this, that will be horrible. I don't need the competition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is insider secrets. Don't do this stuff. Oh, man, Just I let don't. me enjoy this. But uh, <laughs> so then you, yeah, you you take you part them out. You build them again and then you put them back on like on eBay or usually so it goes from Craigslist to eBay or a garage sale to eBay. And we, I mean, that's how I pay my taxes. That's how we go on one family vacation a year from Lego money.
1: Because of the resale value. Yes. Yes. And so we don't, I don't make real
2: money in my life. I'm a pastor. We make squat, but we can pay our taxes every year because I'm like, oh, crud, I'll sell some more Legos. And so me and my kids buckle down and yeah. Okay.
1: You guys want to go? To, you guys want to go on a cruise? Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna have to sell. That's this. exactly <laughs> right. Whatever well, it's is.
2: it's it's not quite a cruise, but yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so the yeah. most fun money I've ever had has been from ridiculous internet schemes like that. And I'm not ripping people off. I'm not sitting around saying, "Oh, Grandma, you don't know what you have." But let me just pay you nothing for it. But it is. I mean, if you find something at a garage sale, I have no qualms about saying, "Oh, you only want ten bucks for this? Great, I'm out of here." <laughs> so so yeah, that's the Lego thing with uh because oh oh and here's one more thing I was going to say in that process this. of going up and up in these rankings you know what I mean like of placing better and better in these competitions all of a sudden on these me- on these blogs and message boards and commenting places people started saying stuff like oh you suck and like you're terrible at this and i mean out of the blue i mean I was, as win. it became clear that i was going to win this ninja turtle lego contest all of a sudden people were saying oh your your this looks terrible like real critique and I just couldn't understand. I mean, I i had, by that point, I had dove in. I, I dived so far in that I was like, I get what it's like to be a nerd in this area. But the idea that other nerds, would be angry at me as a nerd for succeeding. It just blew my mind. You know what I mean? That yes. that there would be someone at their house, like oh, on the on the internet, mm-hmm. sitting in front of their computer, like, no, you suck at Lego. They're,
1: they're the a dad yeah.
2: just like me. It's like, yeah. couldn't leave. So it was. I was. I was down, man. I was like bully It was cyberbullying. <laughs> <laughs> were you to the point where you're like? Okay, this
1: is hilarious or was it I wasn't so bad there yet. you're like you're like this is actually affecting you me You know what? Yes,
2: it was the second. I'm embarrassed yes, to say because no, oh. when you dig, when you dive deep in whatever hobby you're doing, you take it as part of who you are. So for instance, I was feeling creative and helpful. And interesting yes. to my kids and connecting to Maybe a community. Maybe this will inspire someone else to get into it Legos. It happened to be weirdly about Legos. And I couldn't all it. So I was, one day I was really do- literally down. Oh, like, man. oh, crud. And we're sitting at dinner with my kids and my wife. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, these jerks on the Internet. And she was like, you know what it is? And this was really wise. Uh, my wife is a very wise person. Yeah. She goes, well, it didn't matter before. No, no one cared when you weren't involved. But you have reached a level. Finally, you're sticking your neck out where now you're like in their turf. You're yes. you're you're if you win, they are not winning. And that's again a thing that's true about so we're learning these like life lessons in Lego blogs where the truth is that's that's everything. I mean if, if you become a runner and all of a sudden you've got gear that the guy across the hall didn't have when he goes out running every day, then suddenly you're on his turf. I mean you're in his world. And so I think the weird thing about these like nerd or deep dive communities is that there is that sense of like, oh, this is a community, but we don't really want other people disrupting our place in that community. And man, that that's been actually. This sounds super dumb. That it's like again, life lessons here. But I love I, that. This. That's what I I want to combat.
1: that. Well, I just think it's I think it's a scarcity mindset. The thought that there's not I enough. Belie- yeah. yep, that there's a limited in, in my like world. There's a limited amount of gigs, yeah. and so every gig you get, every dollar you make mm-hmm. is less for me to make. And same with the Lego thing. Yeah
2: yes that's that's totally true one other thing that i was thinking of is that it's a when when i'm just doing this as a hobby i'm just a Mm. dad that has an hour every couple days to chuck into this and so i'm trying to pretend like this is effortless like this is like no this is no big deal other people out there we all know that's not true everyone is investing who they are into whatever hobby or a career they have and so if you hear someone else succeeding and they're pretending it's effortless. Suddenly, that's a comment on your life where, hey, for me, it's effortless. What's your problem? You're getting second place and you're working your butt off. How embarrassing for you. And so no one is saying that, but that's what we feel about ourselves. You know what I mean? If I see someone else getting a speaking gig that I didn't get and they look like they're just slick and just got it because they're just unbelievable, but I didn't get it, then that's like, well, dang, I'm working my butt off. And that guy's just getting it effortlessly. And so that makes me feel like crap because maybe oh. I'm not who I thought I was. Yeah. And so it, it has to do with our self-worth. Um, and it's the same stuff in whatever, I mean, comic books or... Any, I mean, anything that people say, oh, I'm a nerd in, it's, it's a pride issue yeah. that it's like, yeah, we enjoy those things, but we also want to stake in them. We want to say, yes. this is so much who I am that collecting something is just so easy for me. Yeah, you know, sure, everybody else is working hard, but not for me. None of that's true. Everybody who's actually at the top of these things is, work, is absolutely working hard, but we have this pretend thing like, well, hey, if I'm getting gigs... Then that means because I'm just so good, so so simple that I just slipped into (laughs) that position. (laughs) And maybe there's a tool or two out there that's doing that, but not really. I mean, most people are actually working hard. So another thing, again, going back to like things I've learned, is like I have to honor that if I'm going to enter a competition, the thing I need to be doing the most is pumping up the other people's projects because Mm. if if it's a community then I, and I'm, I'm only dipping my toes in that community. I need to be their fans. I need to say, holy cow, I can't believe I'm doing good in this. This took me forever. Because all of a sudden then, I'm endearing myself to real human beings that are on the other side of the internet yes. to say, hey, this is not easy for me. I'm a stupid idiot just like you are a stupid idiot. Let's just admit that this is bringing us some fun and joy that we weren't having in our normal Just not doing anything lives, and so that's been really helpful. You know what I mean? To say every so, I'm constantly on those boards. I mean, probably if you look me up on the internet, you think, "Boy, this guy's a real weirdo," because I'm so encouraging nowadays to other people who I'm either beating in a competition or not. Where I'm like, "Man, this this element of what you built was so I could never have come up with that," and that's really been helpful for me, just as like a, "Hey, what is my personality online? What's my personality with people I'll never meet face to face?" Plus, I don't want to meet them face to face. I'm like one of those people that's like happy that. The internet exists, I don't have to get together with people. <laughs> so, but I still want to be a good human, you know. So anyway, that's, that's the Lego world. But that was part Man, that of it, is dude. so brilliant. Of why, I mean, a lot of this started from, I want to do more than just sit around and tower from stuff. I don't want to not do stuff, I want to do stuff. And if I'm going to do stuff, I want to be who I believe I am in character. No matter what that thing is, whether it's on platform doing speaking gigs, or if it's building stupid Lego projects online and winning other Legos in return.
1: Man, I feel like I'm just now feeling like I'm figuring it out, not pretending like you have it all together, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. embracing yourself oh, and, for the sure. and like embracing like what went into yeah. like the work you put in, right. being real. Yeah. Especially now, everything exists online. Oh, for sure. Where we live in like an Instagram world. Oh, for where sure. Everybody only posts like the highlights.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's so brilliant. I love that. I love. I love that you came out with. Of course you did. What you came out with like this logical thing you're gonna do? Okay, well this is how it is. So I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna be positive and yeah, encourage other yeah. people.
2: Well, I, I, I'm one of those. Man, I don't know how you are at this, but I think there's a lot of people out there that are like me, where I kind of feel like I'm living outside of the real life I'm living, where I'm constantly like looking into it, saying. Oh, what's the deal with that? How am I? And so I'm like evaluating while I'm doing the yeah, thing. Totally. <laughs> and so I, sometimes I feel like I'm, look, I'm watching people live a normal life, not overthinking everything, not analyzing every single word that comes out of their mouth yes. and act, and emotion and impulse oh, yes. and just saying, man, how freeing it must be for those people <laughs> just to be totally. whoever they are on yeah. the internet where I'm yeah. constantly thinking like, Oh, is that the right thing? Is that, yeah. how, what is my perceive? How are people yeah. perceiving me? Yeah. And it's not overly pressure. Like I need to be a character I actually want to be that person that I'm trying to put myself out there as. Mm, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's just been a big difference. Like I was just having a discussion yesterday with my wife, and uh, we, we both are pretty introverted people. And going out to do something is is tough. But the, to be honest, what she was struggling with was the pumping yourself up to go to the thing is the hardest part. Once she's there, we are we're great in crowds. We love people. We like we like hanging out. I mean, we in. In fact, because we're introverted, we'd rather be the life of the party. So we're usually like yes. funny and interesting and having yes. a good time. But it was that moment of saying, no, that's not faking it. We genuinely are people who like to be around people. Yeah, yeah. But that that doesn't often help us overcome that like, no, let's just stay in. Let's just be people who sit around oh, totally. and don't go to those things. <laughs> no, I think,
1: oh man, I think you just, you're nailing something that I uh, totally believe. And that it's this like, you feel if you're like me because yeah. I feel I totally relate to all that stuff and I feel like disingenuous like well no if I go and I'm being like this I'm enjoying myself yeah. I'm faking it I oh, want to be genuine sure. to myself right but like it, it's more of like realizing how stuff works in life yeah absolutely like, you have to like do it when you're not mm-hmm, enjoying it mm-hmm. like, to me it's this it is no one leaves a workout if you're going no one leaves the gym Going, man, you know, I really wasn't feeling it today, and I showed up and I worked worked out, and I feel like I just wasn't genuine.
2: Like, I wasn't
0: wasn't genuine about working
1: out today. Like, it doesn't
0: matter. You did
1: it. Right. So no one one cares about
2: that. Oh, man, that's really good. I mean, trying to shape yourself, literally in that case, but, like, to become that person that you actually wanted to be in the first place is not a false process. It is kind of what we're supposed to be in fact that's going back to like those people who i i I imagine there must be people like this who aren't overthinking and are just doing their life that must be really difficult because you just are what you are you know what i mean where i'm not satisfied with who i am (laughs) and i don't mean like a self-hatred type of thing although sometimes that's part of it but more of like this can't be the end of who i am so i mean boy that really comes back to this thing with legos where it was like i could just play with my kids that's wonderful and noble in itself but I was feeling a creative impulse enough of, hey, let's put it out there. And man, you know, from being a creative person, those things, anytime you put yourself out there, you are risking the the divisiveness, the the backlash oh of that. The yes. and, and not even really people are generally nice, except for those yeah. jerks who were upset I was winning. <laughs> but like but the, even except personally the of yeah. like, will I post this thing that I'm actually proud of? That I'm not just gloating about I had a great vacation or my wife is hot or what I mean, whatever else that there is people post. But more just like this is a project I've been working on that I'm excited about. And so that goes back, I mean, this was probably 12 years ago when I first had kids. That's when I made this kind of decision to say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to not do things. I'm not going to just have ideas. I'm going to act on them. And some of them are going to be so dumb <laughs> and some of them are going to be great. Yeah. And who knows, some of them might make me a couple hundred bucks a year so I can go on a vacation with my family to South Dakota. <laughs> um, but a lot of them will fade no. into nothingness. And I just didn't want to sit around with, oh, and then I died. And then, and then I was yeah, the same guy who just kind of was a suburban white guy. Yes. You know what I mean? So I mean, I am a suburban white yeah. guy, but <laughs> who also plays with Legos. I don't know <laughs> I if that's helpful that. or <laughs> <it> changes anything. <laughs> oh, man, I yeah. love
1: that. The your Your concept of a dreamer who does things yeah. like that was your yeah. it was yeah. is that the exact wording you had
2: i wanted to so here i mean I, I literally remember i've i've always had lists of things i things i thought were interesting i mean it's like yeah. movie ideas and uh, you know i mean just jokes i mean so i've got lists of jokes that i think oh that's, if i were seinfeld this is what i would say you know what i mean and those things sit on a list it used to be paper now it's on my iphone yes. just sitting in these lists and i the good thing is i'm a, i'm a public speaker so yeah. i actually do have an outlet for a bit or two a joke or yes. two but then i had these other lists where it was like what about a what about a product that did this you yeah. know what i mean or what about a website or I, I want a website that's like this and there's nothing out there yeah well i guess i'll put that on the list and so yeah. i i literally had 10 15 20 things on a list at all times and i was getting worried after i had kid, right when i was about to have kids that I would seriously get to 70 years old and look at this list, find this list in a closet yeah. and be like, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't. And to me, that was a little bit of like living that I hadn't lived out. Um, and so I'm, it was really right before we had kids, I said, okay, I, I know when we have kids, I'm going to have to give up almost every mm-hmm. single hobby <laughs> because you just don't have time yeah. for the first couple of years of a yeah, kid's yeah. life. But, what will I not give up? What will I do one thing at a time to do something? Actually, actually the first thing that I did, we maybe we haven't talked about this, was my brother had a kid before I did, and I tried to go buy this kid a present. And my brother's a lot like me. Tried to buy him a present. And everything was ducks and bunnies and Mm -hmm. uh, those kind of things. And I I don't care about Mm -hmm. ducks and bunnies. (laughs) So I was like, I want a baby t-shirt store that sells things that are like Star Wars based or like nerd culture based. So it was like that was when Lost was really big and Battlestar Galactica was really Mm -hmm. big. And so... It was on a list. It was on a yeah. list of, like, baby T-shirts. And then I thought, the Internet's not inaccessible mm-hmm. to me. I'm a, I'm a person with the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> so me and my brother started doing research on what would it be like to set yes. up a store that sold designs for these things. And then we're like, well, what designs? So yeah. then we had to sit around and say, well, we doodled. You know what I mean? And then yes. we had to learn Photoshop and Illustrator to say, okay, can we put these things yes. into a format that works? And, again, part of the process of living out and making something, not just a dream but, like, working mm-hmm. on it, is that you gain skills. I mean, I can do – Illustrator. I mean, in ways that vector art, I had no idea what I was doing. I I can do HTML just Mm -hmm. because I was like, well, I don't know how to do something. I I mean, I'm not good at it, you know what I mean? But at least I have minor skills going forward. So we did, we put up, it's called squirtshirts.com. It still exists on the internet. It's languishing away (laughs) because we haven't updated it like maybe in 10 years. But for five full years, it was like every night for half an hour, we were designing, we were uploading stuff, we we found the printing company we needed, we went through the whole thing. We probably were making a thousand dollars a month off this site yeah. and it was like storm pooper and it was like a <laughs> kind of a, looked like a helmet of a stormtrooper yes. like baby the hut and it was yeah. Jabba the hut in a diaper yeah. i mean it was it wasn't That's fantastically great <laughs> <crue. laughs> but we had a few that we were proud of you know what i mean that we were like so our goal our best t-shirts on that were they're hard to understand but if you get it then you'll have to buy it yes. so we had one that said um, I'm a princess, but my brother is a moisture farmer. Yes. And it's you it's one know. level deeper in the Star Wars yes. that we had a lot of people write us and say, I had to buy it because, because I, it, I, it was it was it was that one step yes. more interesting uh-huh. <laughs> than okay. all the other baby and teachers out like there.
1: A, if someone sees it, it's like a code. It's yes. Like a, oh, you get this? All right, <laughs> you're exactly in. Right.
2: You're or we in. had one for Battlestar Galactic that said, I think my mom's a toaster because and it, they just. <laughs> that any Battlestar person will say, oh, I completely understand that, that's funny to me. So, um, so I mean, again, it's so still- all
1: of a sudden you have like this idea yeah. and it turns into now your idea is something that maybe Tangible. is going to passed on yes. to other people's lives. And,
2: dude, I know so many people who say, oh, I had an idea like that. Yeah. And I say, oh, what is it? What's the site? And they say, don't have a site, never made it. Yeah. Well, Where it was like, it. hey, a half an hour a day and you yes. can make something that's in your brain creatively happen on in yes. the world, to, to me, that is a much more valuable, hey, it's a way more interesting story because I can stand up in front, hey, I can have a sit down and a conversation with someone and we can be talking about stupid stuff and all of a sudden there's something to talk about. So so every element of it, I feel like, made me a more interesting person for having tried and even the stuff that we are massively embarrassed. I mean, a good good example is the site itself. Sits there on the internet, all of the (laughs) shirts are out of date half of them don't uh-huh. work uh-huh. and we're making, I think we're making 35 cents a month on it now. <laughs> <laughs> so that, or I'm probably paying more in yeah. internet fees than yes. I ever, but so I'm but embarrassed of it, there. but it still exists as something that I did do instead of didn't do. Yes. So that was the Lego thing too. I mean, again, just like, man, I'll, I'll build something. This'll be yeah. something You're interesting that'll something. be creative. And so another amazing thing is that this is all my relationships. My wife now just kind of knows. I mean, yeah. she'll, she'll walk in and I'm working on, so, so the latest was, I'm working on a Star Wars dioramas out of cereal. (laughs) Just like, so they have Star Wars cereal out there with marshmallows. And I'm making Star Wars scenes in the bowl. (laughs) So so I I bought probably $50 of Star Wars cereal and different bowls. one day at Walmart and I come home with this huge she's like oh you shopped. you did grocery shopping and I was like well <laughs> and so and then I, she was like what, what are you working on and I said and I told her honey I'm working on Star Wars dioramas with and she said why and I said just because it's something I thought would be interesting I'm gonna take pictures and put them on the internet and she said okay, okay. And, she's and I was like that's it we have reached a relational level oh, where she was born to be my partner in life i mean yes. like we we are a perfect now that yes. that means as a husband by the way i have to give her full freedom to do whatever crap oh, she yeah. wants to do it's a <laughs> yeah if i demand a- that she sits around while i'm Running, I mean, I'm storing Legos and Star Wars cereals, and we, we, again, we recently moved. I would say 25 percent of the stuff we moved was Star Wars cereal and Legos <laughs> in boxes. And so I just have to. I, that has helped yeah. me be a person of grace too, yeah. because I'm like, man, if I'm a stupid idiot on all this dumb stuff, surely other people have their foibles that I can put up with. Um, so, so that's been really good. By the way, the Star Wars thing is still still working on that, so there's nothing out there to see. That's um, so good. But it's, it's those little. I mean, again, I want to not have. I want to have some checks on my list, checklist, rather than just having a full dreaming checklist. Now, I haven't gotten to screenplays or novels or th- those things that really take, like, industry insider-ness. But in the world of self-publishing, you never know. You know what I mean? Never, that might be a next step thing. Sure. Um Yeah. So I, I, I fancied myself an idea person, a dreamer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to just end a dream. Yeah. And maybe, I mean, again, you're in a, a music world where I know you're accomplishing things, but a lot of people don't accomplish things. A lot of people just have a job. And no, the good thing is my, my kids are seeing me do this too. My kids are seeing me saying, oh, people can do things that they think are creative and interesting. I want that because I don't think my kid will be the president. <laughs> I don't think my kid will be a rock star. I think they'll be a normal kid. <laughs> and so that'll help them to do small Interesting, funny things. Yes. That's a high value and though, for us. That
1: is, and teaching them that that is actually fulfilling. Totally. In totally. a world where we think, like, even you, you said it, and you and I know better that, like, once you get published publishing deal, if you write a novel oh, or right. a screenplay or something, that would be fulfilling. Right. To know that making the best freaking mm-hmm. Star Wars serial art yeah. is, like, the most <laughs> fulfilling thing ever. Right. Like having this right. And putting it out there. Uh-huh. And I have a feeling, like, of the people I'm, like, kind of studied and talked to, I have a feeling the same feeling you have when you put out that lego thing to the competition is the same feeling someone in hollywood has when they put out the actual star wars movie yes yeah i I hope people like this yeah
2: it's putting something in that wasn't that wasn't going to happen if you didn't do it it, wasn't yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah.
2: and so that's that's kind of i mean i think the lowest times for me the dry are are the dry times where i'm like oh i'm not working on a project you know what i mean I can tell you too that sometimes life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. For a person like me, stuff gets in the way because it's not my profession, It's a da- I'm a dabbler, you know what I mean? And So that means that if, if my family is sick, then I just don't do the thing, you know what I mean? And I think that's a problematic thing too because some people mistake their hobbies, their dabbling for their actual value and that's tough because I'm also like a very simple person of if I do die and the only thing I've done is be a good husband, then that's yeah. what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? So awesome. it, it is really, I mean, I think that sometimes we can get so excited about these things. Of like, oh, I'm going to do all these creative endeavors. And then you just are a bad person. You end up being a bad person. But if these things service good character, <laughs> then that makes me feel like, man, that, that's kind of what I want for my kids to be in the world. Actually, it was my mom. I'm remembering right now that my mom was the kind of person that would say wise things. I mean, like, those, or she would say stuff like, you know who writers are? People who they're people who write you're yes. not a writer if you're not writing and so if you want to get better as a writer well how many pages did you write today you know yes. what i mean and then obviously i'm not doing a writing that's thing so but wise. she just goes to the classic mom things classic. that they're supposed to say but but i think if if she's going to give me that then i'm going to run with it because i know i mean i work with students right now and their parents say stuff like you can never accomplish anything
0: <laughs> and it's yeah. like
2: so if i've got a parent that's going to support me When I was a kid, then I got to It's like a legacy I want to honor with my kids of, oh, yeah, you can do that. You don't have to be the same as every kid. Just do something.
1: (laughs) Man, I know you say classic mom. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny how not classic Hmm. that is with so many parents Hmm. and people I know of, like, not the lack of support or like, okay this is fine. But really, you should be putting all your attention to something that's going to make you money or give you stability or something like that.
2: Yeah, maybe that comes from that. My, so my parents were missionaries. We had no money or stability. Uh-huh. So maybe they just knew. Oh, that stuff. You don't need that stuff. <laughs> totally.
1: What is that? The Jim Carrey quote. You can fail doing something you hate. Yeah. So you might as well do something you love. Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Jim yeah. Carrey,
2: what a guy. Now, the other thing is, I mean, this goes back to what I was saying about I feel like I'm just kind of floating above what's actually happening in my own life. You know what I mean? I'm a spectator to my yeah, own life. I, I, I also feel that unbelievably safe. Like, I, I don't feel much risk in my hmm. life. Now, that sound, might sound weird, but what I mean is, like, I assume that I will be like every other human being and live and probably die at some point and somewhere in the middle might get ill or sick. And so those kind of normal life things, those don't surprise me, you know what I mean? Like, So why would I worry too much about this certain thing? Mm. Because that's probably what everyone else is worried about. And if I can get that in my mind of, this is a normal human fear that we would feel like, socially, did I do the right thing or act the right way? Then it would go forward. So I mean, that's happened like, every time I need to get a new job, you know, I don't know how much you do job interview process, but you're, you're thinking the entire time about what should I have said? What didn't I say? How did I present 100%. myself? And then it's like, well, but somebody else got it. Yeah. And there's probably 40 other people sitting around yeah. thinking, I didn't get that job. And I'm depressed and bummed too. And so that, that camaraderie with the human experience is really helpful for me because I don't want to be so far outside of myself or outside of things yeah. that suddenly it's not, I'm not also a normal part of the stream of what people are yes. doing in life.
1: Dude, and I, I think about that. When you, if I want to connect with someone mm-hmm. on a personal level, mm-hmm. I should not lead with my successes and say, hey, here's the the cool things I've done in my life, which I want to, and I've failed many conversations, like opening with that stuff. But if I really want to connect with someone, I should talk about yeah. some of like the things I failed at, because that connects everybody, and everybody wants to look like they have it together. Yeah. But yeah. by doing so and pretending that we do, yeah. we're screwing everybody that comes behind oh, us. Oh, for sure. Dumping insecurities yeah. on them to think, oh well, they have it together. I obviously don't, yeah. so I'm I'm out of the picture. Yeah, I'm out of the running for well, any any of that. It
2: crushes other people. You're absolutely right. Well, I see students that are not living up to their peer the the perception of their peers, and they are they are giving up they're yeah, just man. calling i mean they're just saying this is who i am i'm i'm a loser i am broken and that's just where i'm going to stay and it's like "Geez, i didn't i don't remember, i was a loser and broken i don't remember thinking that was the end point yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> i mean i didn't i never wanted to be a popular kid yeah. but at the same time i didn't i don't remember feeling too down about like well that's it yeah. and so i mean th- i feel like teenagers nowadays really do kind of get that mode of like it, i cannot possibly reach the heights of other people and so therefore I'm not going to do anything well, man,
1: you, what you figured out yeah. and what you've decided is how to go from the dreamer to a doer mm-hmm. that question sounds like a one part question just how do you become a doer But it's actually a two part thing for me of like well, how do you encourage someone to be a dreamer hmm. and then the doing part yeah. so the dreamer part is important too of like the, we're talking about our parents encouraging like you can do it you have the power yeah. to dream and create yourself and I'm thinking about your whole...
2: Um, oh, that's really interesting.
1: I think about your whole um, putting stuff online with yeah. your, your the baby stuff, and you write down all your lists. Right. So I want to talk about the logistical side real quick for okay. anybody wanting to implement this concept of going from a dreamer to a doer. Right. And initially, I think... I used to think, well, where people get hung up on is taking their ideas and actually doing something with right. them. Right. Like actually going getting the website. Sure. But actually, w- what I found people actually get caught up on or they actually lose the whole game is the writing it down oh my gosh
2: you are absolutely right i guarantee you there are people who have hundreds of better ideas than i do but they just forget them you forget they they don't put them somewhere yes oh you know this happens every going back to the public speaking thing often a student or somebody who's not in in my role will say well you seem to have story for everything and they'll say that, and, I, and I'm always like, oh, you know why? Because I have a list where I have written down everything interesting that's yes. ever happened to me, and I update it every year. And I yeah. look through it and say, when's the last time I told this story? Which ones work really well? Every year Which you ones, go through Every it. single so I mean, literally on my computer, have this. It's called the best stuff list. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's and it's so not good. it's not best stuff like good things that yeah. have happened. It's mostly horrible oh, yeah. things that have happened. <laughs> but things where I. I walk through life and I say, or my kids even know this. So they'll say something funny and they'll say, dad, put that on your list. And sometimes I'm like, "Nope," just because you said that, <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting it on there. But <laughs> you fake type. Yeah. <laughs> dad, your screen's black. But other times, times. I, we do. I mean, we, we have this like family tradition now where it's like maybe once a month or so. They'll say, dad, read us the list, read us the list. And I'll get it out and I'll just tell them what's what in the past month has been mm-hmm. added to the list. And it's it's stuff. I mean, again, I'm a, I'm a dad, a little kid. So it's like how they handled their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or funny so, stuff. They yes, said that they didn't know what to do about Yes, exactly, and so, so I write those things down. I mean, yes. I literally now the easiest system for me has actually been on my iPhone. It's with yes. me all the time, but it's kind of like I hear people who are uh, logging their food, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, they can do it for three days and then they give it up, but you have to do it for. 5 days, 6 days. I mean, you have to do it for yeah. 2 weeks where yeah. you're in your mind saying, that was a good idea. I should put that on my good idea list. Or man, I just said that was a great bit. This is something that comes up yes. all the time for me. Like, I'm in the lunch room with other yes. staff and I'm saying something. I'm on a roll yeah. and I'm like, this is killing. Yeah. And then I don't just say what a great lunch. I go back and I say like, what was that thing I was saying about t-shirts that was yes. so good? Like finding
1: a way that you can sustainable just to <laughs> yes, jot it down. That's like right. You. That's right. And okay. then
2: if nothing else every couple months you'll have a list that you will think is hilarious, you know what I mean? And even if you never do post it on the internet or do anything, you'll say, I'm an interesting person. (laughs) I'm funny. No, wait, let me just make a big caveat because I thought of this while you were asking your question. I believe that there are people out there who are not dreamers and that's okay. I have a Mm. friend, very good friend, who every once in a while I will say, I am thinking about this really interesting thing and she will say to me, that's not interesting. And I was like, what? This is like blowing my mind. And she'll say, oh, I I just don't care about that. And it it drives me bananas. But what I've learned from her and others Mm -hmm. is that's okay. You don't have to. If you are a person who's like, I don't have any good ideas, first try the list thing. But then it's okay if you're not constantly thinking of different art that you can do yes. from Star Wars serial. That's yeah. fine. You know what I mean? But so, so maybe that's a little thing, especially for yeah, your audience. My that. guess is that there are that. people who most likely yes. are dreamers. Mm-hmm. But not you don't have to fake that you are creative. It's okay to not be that type of creative. There's probably different ways that there's... Anyway, so just just to say for that friend of mine that she doesn't have to feel embarrassed that she doesn't yeah. care about stuff. And
1: most people, like, I feel like, are... They, they feel like they're, well, I'm obviously not a dreamer yeah. or, or creative. That's I found that's because they think, well, I don't have any of those really great ideas. Oh, interesting, sure. But the problem is people don't know that the goal is not to come up with a great idea and then write that down. Right. Tell You're me if I'm absolutely wrong. Absolutely right. Is to yes. like, the goal is to write down as many bad ideas yes. as possible and don't filter yourself mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. list and then select a time maybe once a month. I don't, we'll get into yeah. when you do it, but yeah. like sit down and then filter it right then all of a sudden maybe out of that 100 or 20 you are exactly
2: right I mean the the key is the couple keys are quantity (laughs) you have to have just like oh that's an interesting idea that I have an interesting title for I'll write that down and then it has to be uh available to you cannot say oh I'm gonna put that later in my diary or whatever when I get home no you have to have it right there because it's when I'm I mean Ninety percent of my ideas come when I'm mm-hmm. taking a dump. I mean, that sounds <laughs> totally, so stupid, totally. but it's like that's my, those are my most, my most spiritual times. That's yeah. when I read my Bible yes. the most. But it's also when I'm like, hey, what about that thing? You know what I mean? That have a thing. Or like, what about that conversation? And then I'm writing things down just on my phone. Where if I had like some sort of like dreamer's journal, yeah. I, I mean, I hear people especially like they have to have a nice pen or screw that you just gotta write it down if you yeah. just write the thing down and then it's it's there's no categories for me it's like oh this is a website or a movie idea or okay, a funny no joke I, I would say list. don't do that in the moment you just write stuff down now yes. it's obvious if it's like a bit or if it's like a product idea I write those on different lists but don't start there just yeah. start writing mm-hmm. interesting thoughts yes. you have so I mean and then That's you will, so your brain will enjoy it if you're this kind of person. This, this will not be a task. This will be like, oh, man, this is really fun for yes. me to write down. If no one else ever sees this, I don't care because this is just fun for me to write down. Yes. Idea after idea after idea. Another thing you'll face is that as you start doing that, you'll realize half of your ideas have already been done or other people and there's so many people in the world who are creative that you will be upset that you didn't market it fast enough you know what i mean um and then so you it it will whittle itself down that as you look at it once i mean i I don't know to be honest it's not like a the once a year going through my stories is a very specific process because i'm a public speaker i want to keep those things up everything else is when i feel that Itch of oh, man, I'm not working on a project. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go back to my list and say, "What is it? Is it the yes. the foot pedal that opens public toilets so you don't have to touch the yes. thing? Is it what, what, what's the next thing on my list that I should figure out what to do?" And so it's. I think people who are like this know that itch. And maybe some of them have been living in it for 20 years yeah. because they don't have a list yes. and they've never done anything. And it's time to stop doing that and yes. to make a list and do one of them. Because the other yes. thing is, and you mentioned, so the, so the list will vet itself. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll narrow it down to like, man, a hundred of these ideas are so stupid. One of them is good. Yeah. The other thing is your failure will also limit it where you will try so, something and say, I do not. Know that my brain could ever wrap around. I mean, I, I was saying I know H, I, I can code in HTML, not well. Yeah. I definitely know my limits where I'm like, I could never do what modern web designers are doing. I could do stuff 10 years ago. Yeah. I can't do it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can dabble, but I can't. Yeah. But I, I just need to know I will never make that. So I have, an, I, I have this idea where it's like, you could, for $1, you buy a color, and it's your color. <laughs> and so it's like, there's a trillion colors on a color wheel. You know what I mean? Yes. And now you would own it, or maybe for a dollar you could give a gift to your wife of, here's your color, here's the code. Your color is slightly I bluish, greenish. You know what I mean? Thing and then ever. on this registry, you're the only human that can ever have that. You can gift it to a friend, and I'll give them a certificate or whatever. And then everyone will just get. Now, I don't know how to do that. You know what I mean? And that's a freebie that if anyone wants to do this and send me an email saying, I did it and I'm making $8 a month, which is probably what yes. you'll make off of it, that would be wonderful. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I know my limitations. I know in the world of what my ideas are, I will never get to that one. You know what I mean? Okay, I will so never I will make, make it. So, it so yes, you can keep it if in because... If you do this idea
1: and you want to get on board <laughs> with that... In
2: fact, that would honor me because another thing that we don't do very well is share in a public place yes. the idea. So that's that goes back to like... Every, when, I, when I stand in front of the, the, the place I do have, which is a public forum of a church where I can do a bit, I can say, that went pretty well. And, or I can say, that one didn't go well. So we, we have this thing in our, in our group of friends. My group of friends called Folklore. We call it Folklore. Okay. Well, basically, the idea is any story I tell is also your story. I don't care. Just tell it as your story. <laughs> if you hear me tell a story, it's now your story. That's hey, folklore. This happened to me. This Yes. And so you don't have to say, oh, my friend Alex said this. You just tell the story. Now, I don't use that at church because I feel like it would be a <laughs> lack of integrity. Yeah. But it's I, I would be, if I ever hear I you tell a that. story where you're like, hey, I did this. I'm like, great. That was my story. Now it's his story. Yeah. <laughs> because what am I going to do? Die and care about my stories? No. Nobody cares. So we, we actually, logic. this has gotten so strong in my group of friends yeah. that we'll tell a story. Like, oh, remember when we were got that, that that friend's house? And we woke up, after a sleeper, we woke up and his dad was just sitting there. Yeah. And we legitimately can't remember who was sitting there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who was waking up. I felt like I was. Yeah, yeah. But they felt like they were. Because we uh, have yeah. told that folklore story so much. I think it's the same thing with ideas. I think yes, so I brilliant. don't, I, I'm holding back four other ideas that I think would be good intellectual property yeah. things. But not all of them. Yeah. I need to know, I will never get... To a certain screenplay or I will never get that and then why would I not put that in a place or talk about it with a buddy yes. who might be able to
1: I might be inspired to take that yes yeah and the only thing that holds it is I don't know fear embarrassment or ego yeah like this is yeah. my oh. idea and
2: then ideas have no value except to be an mm. idea that moves something forward or even is an interesting conversation even to throw it out and have someone be like ha, that's a good one yeah. is like value that's value that wasn't there for when it was sitting on my (laughs) iPhone and I wasn't even sure about it you know what I mean so I will literally in a if stuff's going bad at a Thanksgiving dinner I'll pull out my phone and say like what do you guys think of these ideas and people think it's interesting people think it's funny now that that to me someone thinking Mm -hmm. oh that's interesting or that's funny that to me has a significance in it inherently and so I think if when people are making these lists. They need to understand the value. They are not going to be a YouTube sensation because of these. I, this list that they're making. Yeah. They are going to be a better human who's expressing themselves creatively or artistically or just in, in their minds are Opening themselves up to the the human experience, and so again, you have to ask yourself, what are you really after? Because I would tell you, if you want to be a YouTube sensation, you're you're chasing something that's not really a value. Where I would say, if you've got five really interesting ideas that yeah. can have a conversation about it, oh. that to me is like way, way, way better. Because yeah. you can plop anywhere and have that conversation, where you can't plop anywhere and be a YouTube sensation. <laughs> totally.
1: Are you? Do you want to have a good life or a famous yeah, life? Right. What are you like, right? And after?
2: what do you want to teach your kids? I mean, I, I know that's big for me now because I have these little people around my house who are watching me. They're going to hate me later, but right now they really like me, and I need to take that seriously. You know what I mean? And I want to say, hey, you are not that great of a soccer player, but you are so snappy. You know I mean, like, it, like so for instance, my kid, he's 11 years old, has a first cell phone, mm-hmm. and he, he is a normal kid. He's, I mean, yeah. he's, he's literally like me when I was a little yeah. kid, which is like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah. I, he showed me a text string he was having with his buddy, uh, his buddy Aiden. And my kid, Martin, his voice on texting to this kid was so good. I mean, it was like positive and interesting and funny. And he, he kind of had this like uh, kind of zany, comedy going on in his text voice and I sat him down and I was like I am so proud (laughs) of this element of you that you have captured the things our family values in the way you're talking to your friends now two years from now he might be addicted to porn and drugs and we'll have to deal (laughs) with teenager issues but right now as an 11 year old I want to say this thing is the thing that we are proud of now I know you'll have dreams that aren't going to work out but it is a worthwhile thing for you to have a texting voice that people want to text you because we need that. Yes. Te- students, teenagers need a friend that's like going to be a positive texter with them and not overly emoji not overly yeah. flippant, but just mm-hmm. like he'll say things to his friends. Like that is so funny. You're a funny person. And I'm like, everyone needs to hear yes. their funny person. You know what I mean? yes. <laughs> so, so I know that's a, a small example, but, dang that that to me is that's what I can pass down not my success not my it's like you tried this and this part stuck and that's who you can be so I I, man I really sound like a self-help guru now that I'm saying these things out loud but we're all trying to help ourselves and I guess that makes sense
1: yeah oh man okay let's I love where this went all right this is like I, I feel like everything you're saying is like I hate saying life changing, but like this is a game changer, could change someone's life, well, a trajectory of like what they focus dude, on. Dude, let
2: me just say, you were like perfect for this role of podcast host oh, because man. you're saying like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. For so like, I mean, this is a gift you have of saying, well, I mean, whoa, yeah. So <laughs> keep that it. up, man, because this is super, <laughs> this super is encouraging <laughs> as a human. Uh, can awesome. you speak a little closer <laughs> mic I you say? Uh, okay, let's, let's end it with this. Okay.
1: Um, I want a tangible thing for me to try to do, or anybody listening, okay. so this tangible th- takeaway um, is this. From what you're saying, it seems like um, where people get hung up is the not logging their ideas mm-hmm. is one, mm-hmm. not writing them down, and two is editing your ideas before you write them down. So saying like, yeah. oh, that's oh, not yeah, something yeah. I could oh, do. For that's sure. not, oh, for sure, they a bad don't idea. put everything on Good, there. Yes, absolutely. can you do it, does not matter. Yep. If it comes to your mind, you write it down. You write it down. And then the third one, oh, man, I had the third one. What was it? The third one is, I think, what you were kind of saying translated to me is overthinking how you write it down or, or thinking you have to write a ton down. Right. Maybe it seems like maybe five words or three yes, words. Yes, exactly. When you read those three words, you'll get right back to that mental okay. place a, where you were. A
2: great example is one that I always think of is once I wrote down in my story log, I wrote nose hair on my eye. Yeah. That's the whole thing I wrote down. <laughs> now... I can tell you that i don't even remember what that story is yeah. i wish that sometimes it's like oh that one time with the hot dog and i'm like on oh, exactly what i'm talking yeah, about totally nose like hair in my eye i don't remember <laughs> but it has value i mean look at this even in this moment it's i'm so like nose delightful. here in my eye it's is worth yeah, it as a story cool. and so it, it's the modern haiku it's like yeah. what is this, this, the distillation in a format yes. that's simple and easy of what am i going to say out there yes. and so that's actually one of those things i from my lists even the duds even the things that i'll never say in public are like well i can also read them in a list and reading them in a list is it brings (laughs) brings value value and it's funny yeah yeah Yeah. so so i think yeah i mean i think if you're if you're going to take anything away it's that the the putting these things into a form that you're going to keep and you're going to look at for years will make you realize how interesting of a person you are. And so going back to the public speaking thing, I have so many people on the cusp of being public speakers that say, nothing ever happens to me, and that is just a lie. That's just false stuff. Nothing happens to me either. And I have lists and pages of stories that I tell because – The only difference is I'm writing them down and remembering them, and then learning the craft Mm -hmm. of storytelling. I mean, of like, boy, when I said it in this format didn't work, I'm gonna use that same content. I'm gonna put the punchline in a different place. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure I don't spoil it at a certain point, and then suddenly you're telling that thing that you thought was just a normal part of your life, and people are laughing and are happy and are moved, and so it it begins with that that list. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then. You will mourn some of the things you never get to. You'll hand off some of the things to other people. And you'll get six of them done <laughs> in your yes. life. And that has been the key to me. That I can I can have these things that I say, I don't even, there are no value to anyone maybe. But you know yeah. what? I, I have done something that is worthwhile for what I want to be as a human being. And so, and it starts with those lists, man. It starts with those lists. It's, I mean, literally, I don't know what other people are doing with notes app on their iPhones, but that's what my notes app is. It's like one says stories and one says bits and one says ideas. You know what I mean? And so I, I, for me, those are the three categories of just like stories. Yeah. I mean, where I wouldn't even start with that. I would just say Put down thoughts you have. You know what I mean. Maybe it's a product idea. Maybe it's a. Just have um, one
1: because that's where I get hung up. I yeah. get hung up on the organizational side. I'm like, okay, well. I have. it turns out I need 20 Some, and I need yeah. three sublists for no, each I mean, category I ha- even
2: I have dreams of like maybe someday I'll put them in chronological order and it'll be this yeah. web web interface where I like it's yeah. like a timeline for me that pops up all these folklore things yeah. I was talking about before uh-huh. and the reality is I'm never going to get to that yeah. I might as well just put it in stories when yeah. it's a story and so if you're really an organized person start with categories like that like stories or ideas yeah. but don't 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 let those barriers of over systematizing it keep you from beginning to realize on a file that you are an interesting person um the the story of what the themes that come out of that will flow way later um now is just the time to stop forgetting everything Yes. (laughs) Um, that I, i i honestly think i mean maybe this is just egotistical of me but i think everyone should be able to including me should be able to publish a biography by accident an autobiography by accident does that make sense like if i die i want someone to find this file and say mm. this is worth publishing because these yes. eight stories are interesting you know what i mean and just as like a memoir and you know what i did nothing in my life i just was lived a normal suburban yeah. guy's life but i remember those six encounters that i had that were really funny uh. and interesting. That. Uh, so maybe that maybe so, that's what yeah. we should call my autobiography, like a- accidental autobiography, where it's just like stuff is just happening. So just write it down, remember Dude, it.
1: That would be so good. I would read that. I
2: think everybody has it in them. Um, so and thing.
1: Whether you're uh, uh, if you're a musician and that song ideas mm-hmm. or anything, or you're just someone working like at Walmart, yeah, yeah. like you by doing that you'll like realize if nothing else, it yep. just adds value looking back oh, over.
2: And I thought of one more thing. Yeah, give it to me. It makes people feel so valuable when I pull out my phone because we were having a good interaction. And they're like, you're writing it down, aren't you? And I'm like, yep, this is yeah. going on the list. Now, you can't use that against them. Like, if it's a boring conversation, you're like, and sorry, like, man, man, this didn't make it manipul- right. You yeah. can't manipulate yeah. people. But they, I mean, I'm at a lunch, again, lunch yeah. with the staff. Yeah. We're laughing our heads off. And I'm like, this is a great bit. I'm pulling out my phone. And they say, I was like, yeah, that goes on the list, on huh? The list. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I want. I want it to not just be for me. I want yeah. people to feel like... Hey, someone is remembering yeah. an interesting, fun time we had together. Yeah. That that means a lot to people because some people just thought it was lunch. Yes. They don't. They're gonna forget the lunch. Yeah. I, my list is Nothing not is gonna forget. Anything. No, there's not just stuff. And I mean, maybe if you're really, really serious about living life, you'd mm-hmm. keep a list of like darkness. I wouldn't recommend that yeah. <laughs> maybe if you've got like an instant lesson that comes out of it but yeah. start with the ideas start with the the fun and the funniness that yeah. happens that that really is life-giving to that me
1: yeah man I think this is the greatest tool because this is this is either if you are if you want if you are a dreamer yeah. who wants to become a doer this is the tool to do that absolutely if you're someone that is saying I don't know if I'm a dreamer yep. well, this will tell oh, you for do sure this for one for month sure. maybe and see what happens the
2: only thing you have right now is nothing at the least yeah. th- That's all that you, Maybe you'll come out With yeah. nothing again yeah. That's fine Yeah um, But my guess is not My guess is that A lot of stuff happens If you just write it down
1: Oh my gosh
2: Sweet This has been great man
1: Dude that's awesome We drink this weird okay. Sesame coffee or whatever We If someone wants to like Check out If someone like has questions On this yeah. Or wants to contact yeah. you How can they On
2: could- almost everything I'm A-Gramman A-G-R-A-H-M-A-N-N, A-G-R-A-H-M-A-N-N. Okay. So it's like uh, that's my Gmail address. That's yeah. who I am on Flickr, so you can see my Lego stuff. Yes. That's if you want to send a question about squirtshirts.com. I mean, you can go there and look yeah. at that languishing old website. Or I mean, so uh-huh. any place like that, that's where I am. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, agraman uh, is is cool. where they can find me online uh, for most Dude, things. Dude, thanks for hanging out. Oh man, this, this, was, so, fun. this was
1: so. <laughs> fun. I love how we're at this coffee shop and it oh. totally cleared out. And all you are totally self.
2: right. Nobody cared. You know what I mean? Nobody cares. Don't call ahead. Anymore. Just do no, stuff. Just
1: do it. <laughs> no one's kicked us out yet. Hey guys, this is Rob again. Before you head out, if you want any more information about Alex to see photos of his Lego builds or any ways you can reach out and comment at him, feel free to head over to our blog at thecuriouspod.com. Also, for a chance to win those Guinness glasses this week and beer, head over to iTunes rate this podcast five stars and leave the weirdest comment or craziest question you can think of and we'll be doing a drawing for next week's winner okay gonna leave you with this aaron doll's recording that he sent in inspired by question number three with steve gould recording vocals over mass's song how i killed a bear here you go
0: Shirts.com. I know
1: you love me, but you're always dressing me up in dopey clothes covered with ducks and bunny rabbits. At Squirt Church, their funny designs are based on our favorite TV shows, movies, video games, and more. Go to SquirtShirts.com
0: right now. SquirtShirts.com!